for the Uncle Rico Show. It's time for the Uncle Rico Show. So chug a course, cause here we go. It's time. Oh, it's time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Uncle Rico Show, episode 21. Mike with his job. <laughs> Every episode, it's the same thing. He's just totally normal with a green screen behind him. And then I start and this and he's got his he's got his jokes up on the green screen. <laughs> little skits. Yeah, your little bits, your yeah, sketches. Well, we love it. <laughs> uh, well, Yes, yeah. go ahead, Mike. Well, I just say that it's school has started, and yeah. John's going to be doing his substitute teaching. So I figured uh, a little sneak peek at. Uh... <laughs> Hold on, let me move the logos here. <laughs> be learning how to craft jokes. Oh well, that this will come in handy then. Right? If he's crafting jokes, <laughs> show belly. I love that <laughs> fake orgasm, squeegee, all his fucking horrible bits. Uh, last thing you want is to get Mike uh, to, to have Mike Morse find you interesting. That is maybe the worst thing you could possibly. Ironically, you bring up the school. He did a special Wednesday show yesterday because he's out today because uh, a buddy of his uh, asked him, you know, everything is a savior thing with John. It's not like, oh, I picked up an extra shift to, you know, no, there's no honesty there. He goes, my friend, you know, he told me, he's like, I really need you. He's like, I really need you. you know, he's on vacation. So so here's the kicker. He's teaching English. <laughs> uh, if I could be a fly on the wall, my goodness. Well, I'm sure any room he has has plenty of them. Yes, right. yes. Uh, I got to uh, hold on. I got to shut the discord off because people people are like, can you, we love the show. Everything's great. But that goddamn sound in the background. And it's like, all right, I don't want an uprising here. You know, <laughs> um, so, uh, yes. Anyhow, episode 21, we got another deep dive coming up uh, just to tease a little bit with special guest Anthony Cumia joining us on this next deep dive, which we are going to do. So um, we'll probably the channel will probably get taken down, but whatever. It's going to be a good episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've been exploring the saga between John and Artie and Anthony. Uh, where both deep dives are up on YouTube. This episode will be up on uh, Patreon early, uh, ad free, along with all the others. So let's get on with it, boys. Mark Burns joining us from the Miserable Men Show, superstar extraordinaire. I love Marky. These two are a tag team of ball busting. It's, it's uh, you know, spotlighted every week, twice a week on Miserable Men as we bust each other's balls, but mostly Bob Levy's. And, uh, and, and I love these guys are here. They get it. They, 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 they may not feel the same anger towards John, but goddamn, they love laughing at him. And you don't have to be angry at a guy to laugh at a guy, I think is the moral of this show, right? <laughs> if there is a moral, that would be it. Right. <laughs> Mark had free time. He he didn't have to do this. He heard we were doing it. He came because how do you pass up an opportunity to watch John start off his show in a cum stained t-shirt? If you can check on that right top shoulder. Is that hair gel? <laughs> it becomes as solid as hair gel after a little while. That's for sure. Um, 
At one point, he bends his arm, and the shirt cracks. Like, <laughs> uh, like, uh, like, window, like a window pane. All right. This is fun. You know, the people love donating to John because John is an idiot, and much like Ron Burgundy, will read anything. So here's Mr. Woke accepting a donation to start off your show the other day. Uh, I don't know if this is real, but thanks for the 10 bucks Sound Horizons. Could you shout out to my friend Nick Gurr? Oh, I, I'll, <laughs> you got me. He's a huge fan of yours since the Stern days. And he keeps reading it. He keeps reading <laughs> the end of the donation. The guy has to say the N-word, and then he's like, oh, okay, you got me. But let me finish this up. $10 is $10. John, huge fan. Your friend, dirty Mexican. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, and right after Mike Hunt, like <laughs> Nick Garrett, like that's yeah. like the next one. How do you not yeah. catch that? It really is. It's it's the uh, you know it it's it's it doesn't get easier natural. You know, Pepe Pepe Roni, <laughs> right? <laughs> dude sitting at his computer during this, going, "Oh my god, that worked! Oh my god!" <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is real, but thanks for the ten bucks, Sound Horizons. Could you shout out to my friend Nick Garrett? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> little, little tiny light bulb comes on. Uh, like I, got, I don't know if this is real, but it's ten bucks, so I'm gonna pretend it is. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. He's a huge fan of yours since the Stern days, Nicholas Gurr. Yeah, <laughs> nice save, John. Wow. I'm gonna clean that up, <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas Williams, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pamela Anderson, Nicholas Gare. Uh, <laughs> he's the best. Oh, and by the way, uh, I have a good authority here. This is why I love Dabblers Anonymous. It's the greatest subreddit that exists. But uh, this is not <laughs> the first time that this has happened to John. Yeah, it turns out uh, this has happened before. Hold on. Let's get this going. Shut up, John. Why are you laughing? I got it. Boom. There we go. Uh, Vicky Melendez, I have Corona. Give me a shout out. I love Corona. Thank you, Nikki B. And I, there was somebody else who had a super chat up there. Ryan. Sean, there was something else that we had to somebody else. I think it was somebody's birthday. Oh, fruitcake. Can, can I wish Nick Gurr a happy birthday? Nick Gurr, happy birthday. And again, Nikki B, here's the the um, trumpet sound effect that I do. That's really what happened before he was in Mensa because it went right over his head. Uh, Listen, fool me once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the Stern Show, the Fred DeMar. That Fred the Martian still plays. <laughs> he said it twice, too. Oh, my God. With passion. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're dealing with here. That's that's the level of intelligence we're dealing with uh, when it comes to John Melendez. And uh, let's continue. Um, we have a lot to choose from. One of my personal favorites is when he waxes poetic about the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast, which happens pretty much every episode. <laughs> so 
and he claims to be the head writer and director of it and like it's wild so this is him from the other day with his disgusting mic cover and his dumb biden shirt it looks terrible here we go the other day i posted a picture of my signed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar jersey. Which, by the way, not in a frame. Not, not. It's just ha- it, the, literally a picture of a jersey on a hanger yeah. with a signature on it. Right. When you have something, especially if it's so meaningful, where he was the head writer and and worked yeah. with this guy, yeah, yeah, you get it. Uh, you get it mounted in a frame. Yeah. I thought I'd tell you a little bit about that. He, he literally <laughs> talks about it every other week. Skull, everybody, skull, drink up. By the way, there was a theory the last episode we did, he was drinking tea out of that giant thermos cup. <laughs> yeah, so right. One person had a theory that it was Long Island iced tea. In that cup. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that makes a lot more yeah. sense. A while back, I get a call from my attorney. John, they're having a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast. And they don't want you anywhere near it. There's a restraining order going out. Yeah. Like, how many gigs does your attorney book for you? Yeah. Yeah. Usually you get a manager or an agent that will do that. But yeah, no, let's. uh, let's I get a call from my accountant. Turns out they need somebody (laughs) to do a a part on Broadway. (laughs) My mailman just said they're casting for the new uh, Scorsese movie. So. Call wash guy got me an audition with Tarantino. <laughs> uh, That's him thinking of what to make up in this story. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking for a writer. Do you care to meet with them? Nope, skull. Sorry. Jesus, I'm going to be hammered. No, I was going to drink, of course, but it's 10 in the fucking morning. I was going to be in. <laughs> you know, he's sitting in the parking lot of school this morning, fucking slamming one. I was thinking of that, man. He's got to be, he's got to go for what, six hours or so without drinking. That's, that's not, that's be. not, that's, yeah. Yeah. He's sneaking out to the car, past him. Several other writers, but would you want to meet with them? Sure. <laughs> the official sound effect of the stuttering John show. It's not that trumpet. It's not that Fred trumpet. It's that. Yeah, it's like your dumb fucker. You know fuck that is. You dummy. Shit, shit. Sums up, sums up your life perfectly. We had, we had dinner in Santa Monica. Wow, are you guys hanging on the edge of your seat like I am? Before the roast, you guys had dinner in Santa Monica? Well, this is before getting hired, I think. Because, yes. you know, most auditions take, you know, they take you to dinner. Right, right. <laughs> they go, we know this guy's funny, but yes. we want to see what he's like when he eats a steak. That's what pilot, really season, pilot season, I gained like 30 pounds. <laughs> I just taking me out to dinner all the time. And... I pitched ideas. <laughs> now, how many ideas can you pitch for a roast? We're going to talk about him being tall. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I say we get him up there and, and, and we hit him with, with jokes. <laughs> and he opens a can. <laughs> and he's turned into William Shatner. When does when does is there like this long dramatic oh. pause now? Oh, Just, yeah, no, it's, it's like that Jerry Lewis. Uh, yeah, he, know, Mike serious. hit it on the head. Serious Jerry at the telethon when Jer- when Jerry would get a prank call, he go, "Uh, now look, <laughs> I know that wasn't Regis because Regis would have called me on my personal phone in the dressing room." For Kareem, drop in type video bits, which is which was my specialty on the Tonight Show. <laughs> really drop in bits by the way somebody sent me uh uh uh, uh what, what, what fuck this guy's making me dumb a portion of mike walker's book right right where mike walker from national Enquirer used to be on stern for years mm-hmm. writes about how and, and i'll bring this up at some point i don't know if we'll do it this episode but he writes about how leno hired john thinking that John wrote all those questions that he asked on the red carpet. And when Leno got John there and realized what he had hired, he was livid and was like, what the fuck? We, we were sold a, a fucking, you know, mm-hmm. bullshit goddamn writer. Yeah. So, and I believe that. I believe it because, you know, he's he's maybe forget the angle of like, I want to take one of Howard's guys. Maybe he's watching this guy. He was doing a lot of Jay on the street and he's going, you know what? This guy would be great for Jay on the street. Mm-hmm. He writes all his own stuff. And you think John's going to sit there on the phone during an interview and go, oh, no, Fred and Jackie write that. No. <laughs> right. Right. He's going to be like, yeah, I write all my own stuff. <laughs> and out of all the writers that they auditioned that to be interviewed. They chose me. I brought a special effects guy over from the Tonight Show, Eric. Well. <laughs> this guy's gonna fucking kill me. I know. And we, I wrote the bits. Got a cameraman. Shot him. Why is he angry telling this story? This is what I don't understand. He's like, I wrote the bits, got a camera guy, shot him. Had an editor, edited him. We know how it <laughs> works, dude. <laughs> so then they send a signal to uh, this one area and it breaks it up into pixels. You guys, you know what? Let me pull up a clip of Wig- Willy Wonka and show you guys when Mike gets brought into the TVs. Behind the scenes here. Behind the scenes. Inside the moron studio. And then <laughs> I ordered a salad. <laughs> we did about five of the video ones, and then I was at the roast writing jokes for each each guy that came up. Bill Walton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're t- yeah, Bill Walton. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a white guy joke. Here you go. Yeah, yeah try this. What's your name? Walton? All right, here. There you go. <laughs> First of all, you don't show up to the roast and start writing no. for people. No. You you two months, two months of work. Two months of work to do a roast. Yeah. I mean, I talked to you before the flare roast. I told you yeah. how many people I was writing for. Yeah. I I talked to you about if you have any jokes you can think of that you want to give to me. Like this is this is how it's done. Right. Right? Yeah. 
every roast I've ever written for. It's always a two month process. They stay because yeah. they find, you know, plus there's always a lot of dropouts. So there's people who are going to be on and they're not on. And people. I remember when Gary was doing the Comedy Central roast and he, he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I called Mike Morris. I asked him to help me with the set, you know, because Gary will go up there and read stock fucking jokes from 100 years ago and, and bomb horribly. So, but this guy's like, he's, he's Mel Brooks. He invented comedy, this fucking guy. Yeah, you know, this is good. So I wrote. <laughs> Wait, I got it. <laughs> That's got to be a gift. That's the face, the, the expression, all of it. Look at that. The heads. They just, that weird By the way, the face. You know, on Miserable Men, where every picture of Bob Levy's face, we Photoshop on something and it always fits. With John's show, wherever you stop, he's always making a great face. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was at the roast writing jokes for each each guy that came up. Bill Walton. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) He always looks like he's got indigestion, right? He's like. Hold on, I gotta go back because I, I had to go. I had to go blow my nose because I'm laughing. Sorry, I got schnots, so I had to. I gotta come back now. All right, hold on. The ones, and then I was at the roast writing jokes for each each guy that came up. Bill Walton, yeah. hey white guy, here, yeah. yeah, here. You know, this is yeah. good. So I wrote. It's like you can't even tell a story without imploding inside, you know. <laughs> listen, you I've I've written for, you know, twenty. I would yeah. say big roasts. Never have they said, "All right, uh, let's write it just before I go on." Never happened. Never. 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 Lewis was in the crowd. Wait, who was in the crowd? So I wrote <laughs> all the jokes. Richard Lewis was in the crowd. Whoa. Whoa. So Stuttering John wrote all the jokes. So any joke you heard at the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast was Stuttering John wrote it. By the way, uh, uh, Al Capone's vault you find easier than this fucking roast. <laughs> they buried this thing like, like a fucking like a murder happened 20 years ago. And I walked up to Richard and said hi. And, and after he had seen, and I said, yeah, you know, I'll tell you, Richard, I'm I'm the writer here, you know. He goes, John, you're brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Never ceases to amaze. Anybody thinks he can't craft a joke, just play that fucking clip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't made that into a shirt. Richard Lewis said I'm brilliant. brilliant. You're here, you know. He goes, John, you're brilliant. This is all brilliant. I love. I mean, to, to get a compliment from such a great comic, Skull Richard. <laughs> all right. <laughs> there we go. Do what you do best, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you stop it. 
everybody. Want to talk to you guys for a couple minutes about a very proud sponsor of the Shuli Show. I'm happy to be working with these guys, and I'm thrilled that they're working with us. I'm talking about Rustic Cuts. Now look, let's not kid ourselves. Doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on, who you voted for, the price of meat's going sky high. And it ain't coming back anytime soon. And to be honest with you, buying that stuff at the grocery store, it's all crap. How about some pure, corn-fed, Midwest, grade-A beef, baby? Well, welcome to Rustic Cuts. These guys are in the Midwest, locally raised natural beef. Seven million acres. The meat is aged 21 days before going straight to your table. Now, I've had other meat companies, delivery services. They claim this, they claim that. You get these small portions, and, and it's not all that. You sit there, you all look at each other and lie to yourself, go, this is great, this is great. You better for what you paid for it. These guys legit have the best meat I've ever had in my mouth, college excluded. How about a 12-ounce New York steak? No, not your thing? How about a 14-ounce ribeye? That'll knock you on your ass. How about eight ounce fillets? How about their hamburger patties? Bratwurst. They got bratwurst. They got jalapeno cheddar patties. They got ground beef you can make your own. It's some of the best meat you'll have right now. This is a family operated business. The family are just great people. I've spent time with them. And here's the kicker. They are 100% fans. They support everything we do here. And we need to support them back right now. And you will benefit from this. Trust me. There hasn't been a single person who hasn't tried Rustic Cuts that hasn't emailed me and told me, game changer. All you got to do is go to rusticcutscb.com. Rustic Cuts CB, like CBRadio.com. You put in promo code Shuli, S-H-U-L-I, you get 10% off, you get free shipping. They got packages, you can buy individual stuff, you don't have to go with the packages, that's, the other places don't give you that offer, they got great prices, and even better quality. So what do you got to lose? Give them a try. RusticCutsCB.com, promo code Shuli. I love these guys. You'll love them too. Give them a try. And we thank Rustic Cuts for supporting us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe my favorite thing. This is a fun clip because I love when John does self-inventory on himself. Reflects. Because it's never what we see. It's what <laughs> so this is a fun little clip. Where John, you know, when people ask <laughs> their own question, I know it sounded like it looks like I just went back to the other clip, but actually started a new one. All right, here we go. Uh, do I live in my Calabasas two mansions anymore? No, no, two mansions. Not around anymore. <laughs> what he what's that, Mike? He said, "My Calabasas two mansions." He had two mansions. Is that's that right. That's right. Well, the last announcer for tonight's show had one. He won up. <laughs> he got two. Do I live in my Calabasas two mansions anymore? No, no, no. Because the Tonight Show is not around anymore. Oh, mm. but I did. I got to live like a king. Fuck. 7,400 square feet. <laughs> it's bad when you remember the exact square footage <laughs> of the place you used to live in. <laughs> 7,400 square feet, multiple garbage disposals. <laughs> Hello? 
water softener. Water <laughs> what are those uh, bathroom cunt water machines? <laughs> Cause on tap. <laughs> uh, this contractor, very popular. He will remain nameless. He walks up to me and says, is this your two mansions? And I said, yeah. And he goes, you're brilliant. You're brilliant. <laughs> wow. But, you know, you know, I, I live alone now. So, yeah. The fucking, what the fucking, the fuck am I going to do with 20 rooms? <laughs> you put cases of course light in all of them. I was going to say, yeah. store your alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> 20 rooms. 20 you know, rooms. Yeah, 20 rooms. So each mansion had 10 rooms, or did one have 18 and the other mansion have two? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how does it work? Yeah. I need a now, break. Yeah. yeah. Now, one would think, since he, I know he got divorced, so he's had got to split it, but if you have that much uh, capital, uh, right. real estate, you sell that shit, you're not going to be living where he's living. No. You're not going to freak out when a cockroach crawls across right. your table in the middle of a taping. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, don't worry about emergency remedial truth. See, they don't get to me. <laughs> Never would they get. <laughs> they the so is- get to him that he makes up fake accounts to <laughs> boost himself up, and he discusses himself with himself in multiple accounts. Mm-hmm. By the way, can I just can I just while you bring that up, I got to show you this, and we'll come back to this video. Don't worry, but I got to show you this. This is. 100% from last night, and apparently what you just described, he did again. Great show today, John. They go low, you go high. Glad you didn't fling mud like a certain pock criminal. And then the same account. Thanks. I thought I did a good job today. <laughs> Back to school tomorrow. <laughs> the multiple personalities of James Patterson. I mean, <laughs> maybe he just has some sort of disorder. I love the idea. I love the idea of like somebody breaking it to him. Like, hey, uh, you didn't log out of the other account when you could. God damn it. I, I screwed up again with this. Yep. Yeah, uh, the, the, here's, here's what happened. My fans are so loyal. They didn't want to have me to have to answer. So they answered. <laughs> right, right. right. I don't want to bother them. I'll yeah. handle it. <laughs> and then James Patterson came to me. He said, you're brilliant. You're brilliant. <laughs> Did you write these tweets? You're brilliant. You imagine what a douche you are. You walk up to like a famous person. You go, hey, so I wrote all this. Uh, you know, I did. I wrote everything. And the guy's like, wow, you're brilliant. John doesn't understand the business of people lying to your face right. to get out of talking to you or to to finish the comp. People aren't going to be fucking dickheads the minute you meet them, right. John. They're going to lie to you. They're going to fill you up with uh, compliments and then just move on. Right. And another possibility is that that Richard Lewis heard him say, I wrote all these jokes. And he's like, and Richard Lewis is like, what a fucking douche. Oh, you're brilliant. Uh, yes. Know, this, you know, the, the sarcastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's also another possibility that it wasn't even Richard Lewis. That John was so drunk, he ended up talking to a woman who he thought was Richard right. Lewis. <laughs> I've been goofed on by the best, okay? 
Thank you. I've been goofed on by Howard Stern. Mike Morris, Julia. I've been goofed on by Artie Lang. Well, God damn it. This guy's on a... Yeah. Right. It doesn't bother him at all because he's drinking, you know, uh, every 10 seconds. Oh, that's a big chug. You really think... He just killed that. give a fuck? No, it doesn't look like he gives much of a fuck about anything. <laughs> like being goofed on by these amateurs? Amateurs. 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 Like Howard Stern. Amateurs. Right, Howard Stern and Artie Lang. Amateurs. Amateurs. <laughs> and again, a great face and the pause. Great face. That's his shit's not coming out properly face. Please. Howard Stern called me everything in a book. <laughs> the official sound effect. Hey, remember when we were in school when we were kids, and every time the, they put on a record that was a book, and every time it would go boom, you'd have to turn the page. <laughs> Kills him. Because the one thing, Howard Stern loved me. <sighs> and that bothers him, too. It doesn't bother them as much as it bothers you because you, you constantly have to yell how much your daddy loved you. Right, right. When's the last time you talked to daddy? Exactly, yeah. dude. Exactly. He loved getting the fuck away from you, dude. <laughs> you know, and he and I love that the past counts when it comes to his friendship with Howard, but mm. the past doesn't count when it comes to what type of shit came out of his mouth. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. You know. Pretty interesting. I was in Howard's inner circle. I slept at Howard's house. I worked out with Howard. I went jogging with Howard and Beth. I ate at Howard. He says these things like he did it every day with these right. people. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you cornered Howard one day somewhere, and he was like, yeah, you want to run with us? Come on. And, and yeah. now it's, I lived with them for 14 years. <laughs> well, he maybe slept there because they invited him over to eat and he just he got too drunk to go home. Like yeah, maybe they feel off. like having you kill a family on the drive right. home. <laughs> Howard Stern loved me. <sighs> that might be the saddest thing he's ever yeah. said. Yeah. Nat bothersome too. I was in Howard's inner circle. <laughs> I slept at Howard's house. I worked out with Howard. I went jogging with Howard and Beth. I ate at Howard's house. Like, if you were really part of this inner circle, you wouldn't bring up any of this. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? If you're yeah. really a friend to his, you don't bring up any of this. I'm not going to get into details, but I've talked to him in the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. I wonder if John, I wonder if John, uh, I'm, I'm sure he was probably uh, at Ben's funeral. Please. Well, I reached out and I asked, did you ever love John? He said, no. And that was it. That was our whole conversation. It was quick, but he answered me. I'm kidding. He didn't say that. He said, who? And I said, John Melendez. And he said, no. Yeah. Went to Howard's parties with Rebecca Romaine. Oh, my God. Had dinner with Howard, Beth, Susanna, Ozzy, and Sharon at Nobu. He's, he's literally reading off a bio. Yeah. Like it's the saddest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's guys who guys who walked on the moon don't brag this much. <laughs> wow. They? No. Did they? No. They didn't work there, stupid. <laughs> what do you mean? Did the guy on Twitter get that chance? No. 
had no boo. Today. No. Oh, Jesus Christ, this guy. Is there anyone who's watching this show to not goof on it? Like, is there anyone who's just like following this as entertainment? There can't be, right? No, I, there can't be. There can't. Yeah. And if they are, they need their own show because, uh, <laughs> like, I always get, you know, that show Storage Wars is like people b- bidding on storage lockers, and then they find an item, and then they just make up a number, right? Like they're like, "Oh, this lamp." They're like, "I'll get three hundred for this lamp," and it's like, "No, you won't." Like, I show me the guy that's paying three hundred for that lamp, and then give that fucking idiot a show because <laughs> there's a guy dumb enough to pay three hundred dollars for one ski pole and a fax machine. Then I want to follow that guy around every day. That's my, and that's the same thing with it. Did Baba Booey? Nah. What did Baba Booey? Oh, this is about going Today, to din- no. uh, dinner at Nobu. Howard, Beth, Susanna, Ozzy, and Sharon at Nobu. Today? No. Alcoholism? <laughs> Baba Booey? Nah. Who do, you think, who do you think has had more private uh, time wow. with with Howard over the years, John or Baba Booey? Yeah. So think? now he's more inner sanctum than Gary. That's right. That's why he's wow. not there anymore. He's so inner circle. He doesn't even <laughs> need to be there anymore. Right. He's and of course, when, when when you love somebody as much as he, obviously uh, he loves Howard and Howard loves him, the first thing you would do is go to the guy that Howard hates the most and go work for him. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Howard really, Howard really didn't hang out. The only two, it was me and Jackie, and then me and Artie, and then uh, Scott Einziger, Ross, Zippy Zippy. Again, I say this every episode, but I got to remind you people, this show that you're watching right now, this clip, this is from the one he charges you to watch. This is, this is one people are paying to watch. This ain't the free one. Yeah. That was the usual group. Sometimes fucking very boy. But it mostly me, Howard, Scott, and our wives. That was it. We we got dinner. Wow, fantastic! I don't, I don't believe that for a, a second. I think they went out to dinner. One, uh, for yeah, sure. uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. Right. God damn it! I need wow. more. I need more alcohol. It's ten a.m. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be yelling at my wife to get me more alcohol, but. Yeah, no, it happened one time, right. and now he's going to sit here and wax poetic like. Like every morning, Howard woke up and the first call he made was to John. Yeah, hey, right. man, what are you doing? Because, right. listen, I've been a fan of Howard since the very beginning. And if the one thing you know about Howard is how much he loves going out with other people oh, and, and, and partying. 100%. Listen, he, when he divorced, that, that lasted about two weeks. And then he found that <laughs> and now it's over. Right, right. The only Maybe that was the window he's talking about. Divorce. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Robert. 
Oh, and also, remember when he would hang out with John, he would come back on the air the next day and be so complimentary about it. <laughs> He'd say so many great things about what a great person John is to hang out with. <laughs> in what hotel he embarrassed him at. Oh, my God. That's it. He had a clip the other day. Kumia played it. I don't know if we played it or not, because it all just fucking blends in the one. <laughs> but he's talking about how because of his OCD, he can't, his OCD can't, he can't steal, he can't lie because of his OCD. It won't allow him to. Yeah. No, and we didn't one, play that one. No, yeah. And at one point he says, I don't even take the free stuff in the hotels. He goes, that's how, <laughs> this guy's unbelievable. Jay Leno. That was, Hold on. yes, Robert, Jay Leno. That was another huge, huge. H. Uh, feather in my cap. Uh, <laughs> okay. It looks like he's about to vomit. You got to see this vomit face he makes. That was another huge, huge uh, <laughs> feather in my cap. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep down 75 course life. <laughs> Wow. I always say, man, if the show's going slow, just turn and jump off that balcony. That'll help. <laughs> I know you're bummed. I'm bummed. Smooth sack summer is coming to an end. Right, fellas? If you haven't been scaping for the summer sun, it's not too late to sweep your sack of those pesky pubes. Summer's coming to an end. We enter fall. Keep your boys clean and fresh just in time for the fresh ball fall. You know what I'm talking about. The leader in below-waist grooming is here to make sure that your pubes feel smoother than a beach ball and smell fresher than a young girl's pumpkin spice. Hello. Start the new season the right way and join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. We got an exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Shuli Show at manscaped.com. That's it. Code Shuli Show. S-H-U-L-I-S-H-O-W. And you get free shipping worldwide and 20% off. You're welcome. What do you get for those deals? How about the Performance Package 4.0? It's quite the package. For quite the package. You'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, uh, crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. I'm telling you, my lower half has never looked better. It's actually never looked good, but now it looks like both. So you get 20% off free shipping with the code SHULISHOW at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code SHULISHOW at manscaped.com. Keep things smooth and fresh as we say sayonara to smooth ball summer and enter fresh ball fall. I'm a huge fan of Manscaped. It changed a lot for me. Now I have a grooming routine down there, which I know my wife appreciates. But every now and then I catch myself staring. I'm like, damn, this looks good. I got to get a piece of that. And then my wife banged on the door and thought I was talking to somebody. But Manscaped is a great company. They've been with The Shuli Show uh, for a while now. And we're very happy that they're back. I love the product. I've said it before. The boxers they throw in, these performance packages, they're my favorite underwear to wear. I love it. Love every product they send. And I'm very grateful for it. And you will be too. Plus, free worldwide shipping, 20% off. Shuli Show. That's all you got to type in. Shuli Show. And you'll get those things. 
So support the sponsors that support this show. I can't ask for more than that. Thank you, Manscaped, for being a sponsor of the Shuli Show. Um, people were upset because, uh, oh, well, first of all, let's, I got to play you the clip of him um, coming to the aid of a friend. It has come to <laughs> Whenever you jump in, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'll see you guys. Oh, oh. I'm going to be back here tomorrow, okay? Because I'm filling in for a friend of mine who is going on vacation on Thursday. So he's he's the friend that told me that I I should become a substitute teacher because he says how badly that we need it. So oh my he, god, he can't even talk. No, no. <laughs> Imagine t- this guy teaching your kid. I before <laughs> before I sat down to see. I think I'm going to take a nap. You got two chapters for me. <laughs> Unbelievable. And he has to he has to go. Hey, he can't just say, "Hey, I'm filling right. in for a sub for a teacher friend of mine. I'm going to be subbing. I'll be out tomorrow." No, right. This is the guy who begged me to save the school system. Right. That's the way he <laughs> it. He said, "I'm the last voice." Of education <laughs> must go on and <laughs> teach. <laughs> Substitute. I'm sorry. I'm lactose intolerant, and I had a lot of Baileys this morning. So, <laughs> right, so I'm looking. At, I'm looking up. I'm looking up uh, houses in California. Yeah, this, this is pulled up Berkeley. Uh, so a. Uh, 6,200 square foot was going for, is going for uh, 2 million, 300,000. Right. So, right. It, well, she got, a, she got like all of the money. She got all of it. Well, well I mean, she got a lot. She got well, the kids. Know, his, in, in, in his defense, his attorney's busy getting him gigs. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> He's got Woody Allen from uh, <laughs> like Broadway, Danny Rose. Not my attorney would have, would have beaten him, but. Johnny gets some great news on, on, on the phone with Uncle Vinny. Listen, you, you know, <laughs> good news and bad news. Is, you know, you're losing the house, but I, I think I got you a, a guest spot on Big Bang. Alimony got doubled, but can you can you write a serial ad? <laughs> you know, I think I have a it might get you a spot on America's Most Wanted. <clears throat> oh, did you mean talented? No, I no, didn't. No, no, you would you would be playing drunk number three. <clears throat> a wonderful opportunity. How 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 does a rescue nine one one remake? Have you ever thought about the world of being a reenactor? Not an actor, a reenactor. Yeah, you're gonna be on Law and Order, Bloated Corpse Three. (laughs) They need somebody fat and disgusting (laughs) to float the river. Are you available? They they said you'd be brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like the lead. He looks like the lead writer on a pot roast. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. Uh, Oh, Uh, I'll see you guys. Oh, I'm gonna be back here tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> a gear caught in his head. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh my God, memory!" Uh, I'm feeling literally, can't, he literally can't get through a sentence. It's it's like he's ingesting dynamite. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he can't get through a sentence. His his insides, the the world's largest mosh pit, is going on inside this guy's body. His you've never seen organs more upset at their host than this fucking guy's body. Yeah, when you're chugging uh, any kind of beer, chugging like that, it's you're you're just going to constantly be in a state of uh, uh, turmoil. Yeah, you, you, everything's constantly expanding, and then and then also it's a hundred and fucking twenty degrees in LA right now. So like he couldn't he couldn't be, be doing something worse than this. For a friend of mine who is going on vacation on Thursday, so he's he's the friend that told me that I I should become a substitute teacher because he says how badly that we need. It. So he asked me to fill in for him. And uh, you do his English, um, um, eighth grade English. So I'm going to fill in for him on Thursday and Friday. So instead, I'll do my show tomorrow. By the way, instead, instead. That's the English teacher. Just use the phrase, the word instead. Which is ironic because he will be unsteady on his feet tomorrow. <laughs> during English class. So it all comes full circle. Guys, don't mind me. It's called the shakes. We'll just do it tomorrow. <laughs> We're doing a little health class all of a sudden. <laughs> Guys, who's good at getting gas bubbles out? <laughs> On Thursday and Friday. So instead, I'll do my show tomorrow. He really did say instead. I wish I could be making this up. The guy's bragging about how he's going to be substitute teaching for English and then says the word instead. <laughs> you, you cannot write this stuff. Well, instead, I'll do my show tomorrow at noon PST. So just let everybody know. I'm in the And why can't he say Pacific Standard Time? Why he always says PST. PST. I don't know. We'll be doing a bonus show, R E S. The process of booking Nikki Freed. She was supposed to um, be. I I screwed up. She was supposed to be on Thursday. Knocking. And and I just realized that I told my buddy that I I fill in for him. So I so on Thursday and Friday. So I'm not going to do a Thursday show. Oh. Oh my God! Those hands and fingers. It's just the, the whole thing is this. It's he's rotting before our eyes. Wow. Um. All right, let's keep going on this party. Uh. Oh, he did not. Well, hold on. Before we get to that, we, you know the cancer charity thing that's been going on. That's been a hot topic. John's been accused of pocketing money. You know about this donation thing, Mark? For no, uh, please. So he brings up the a thing on his show where oh, this is his words: a beloved chatter. Someone in his chat uh, during the show who everybody knows and loves, uh, their loved one is battling cancer and going through chemo. And John says, we're going to raise money for this beloved chatter's loved one, which, by the way, the beloved chatter and the loved one do not want to be named. <laughs> right. That's how is that's it, how much they need help. Is it is it Nick Gurr and, and his brother Finn? <laughs> 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 so so he says whatever you guys want to donate send it to my paypal and i will give it to them out of the paypal which is uh not only bad look but it's also illegal 
in in the state of California to solicit a charity without having a proper area set up, a proper thing set up for the for the charity funds to go to. Plus, you have to have an an account of all that you received, right, for these donations. So. Everybody gave him shit. Everybody went on their shows analyzing John. was like, this guy's fucking stealing money. He threatened to sue people. Of course, it never went anywhere. And then when it was all said and done, he ended up sending them $100 out of this supposed charity drive. Nobody, no GoFundMe set up, nothing, nothing. It's just send it to my PayPal and I will give it. So this is a quick recap of... Um, What's been going on and where we're at with this uh, debacle, the latest debacle. Um, baby, welcome to the world famous <laughs> Stuttering John podcast. I'm your favorite world famous host, Stuttering John Melendez. Ugh. I don't know. I got to get two more shirts. You think? You think, John? Yes. Look at the giant cum stain. Uh, Ugh. That's oh, calm, dude. That's calm. That, uh, it's not deodorant. I can tell you, it's not deodorant <laughs> stick. It's a cum stick. Freaking stained shirt. <laughs> anyway, there's the link if you want to donate. PayPal.me slash John Melendez Inc. PayPal.me slash John Melendez Inc. And, um, so like every show starts, and within 35 seconds, he's asking to donate. Like that's that's how that's really what this is all about. He doesn't care about doing a show. He doesn't care about right. uh, you know getting people through the week or whatever the fuck you want to say. All he cares about is send me some money. Send me the money. Yep. Obviously, you're just donating to me right now. Although it was very um, interesting, I did have a phone conversation with the with the person whose spouse is going through chemo. We had a Long discussion last night, and this person, one of our chatters, might actually allow me to say his or her name. Now, here's an amazing thing, right? Like, let's say a loved one, a friend goes through. What is this secrecy? What is this? Uh, right. the, oh, everybody's refusing to give names and and acknowledge that it's them or their husband or wife that needs help. Only in his world do people right. want to re remain anonymous. It makes no sense at yeah. all. I've never ever seen anybody do that. Usually, you no. want you want you want you give your story. That's what makes people want to. Donate is you know this this is this is me. I'm going through a tough time. I'm I'm having this problem. Please help. That's that's why people want to help. Now I haven't set up GoFundMe's for anybody for help. You know why? Because I don't want to get involved. Okay, <laughs> number one and number two. If I do get involved, I'll just share your shit on my social media. Right. You put it together. Mm -hmm. I'll share it. Yeah, that's that's how it works. Right. Exactly. Put the word you out. Cancer charity with the word ink. At the end of it, <laughs> incorporated. <laughs> Come on, dude. Not a good look, buddy. And every time he starts messing with his hand or his fingers, mm -hmm. he's fucking lying. He's making shit. It's a poker tell. Uh, because the good news. Ugh, wait a minute. I got to go back to this finger. What happened to this finger? The good news. To say his or her name. Uh. 
because the good news. Look at that. Uh, look, at, look at this. Uh, what is going on? Oof. Uh, that's, uh, that's nasty. I mean, if you took a picture of that finger from the top, it would look like uh, the area that the, the Mars lunar rover drives around <laughs> in uh, Mars. That's the finger you use to poke Hansel and Gretel to see if they're putting on enough weight yet. You know what I mean? Yes, my pretties. <laughs> Are they done yet, finger? That's <laughs> <laughs> only Gretel. Uh, he just called you a witch, John. How about that? <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> Is, is that the it's easier to get in the ear maybe that's why he... <laughs> <laughs> it you're saying it gets right to the drum yeah. you're saying he's dug into his ear so much that his finger is taking the shape of a car key now and it's and it's morphing into a uh... Jesus the good news is is that the <laughs> this person's spouse is is um Thank you, taken to the chemo so they got another 12 more sessions now which is a lot more money so i don't know I, i'll let you know but if this person allows me to say is <laughs> this is tupperware <laughs> cup is back this guy i mean <laughs> this killed mike last episode <laughs> freaking out of a fucking shake mixing tupperware cup it looks like he should be in one of those tent cities on the streets of LA. Really you know, look at that. It really does look like he lives under a freeway bridge in Portland somewhere. Completely. Wow. God. You sure? <laughs> Drinking. What the fuck is that? Look, it's not. It's not water because it's like yellow. Well, I think the cup is yellow from all the oh, fucking. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what he's done in that cup? If this person allows me to say his or her name, I will. And then that day, I would set up another. Have you ever heard of somebody helping somebody out with cancer and them going, I'd rather you not use my name? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> that's insane. That's that's something nobody's talking about. Is this per Supposedly, this person's asking for help, but refuses to acknowledge that they needed help from you. Right. So you're either lying or you're such a piece of shit that that nobody wants to do have anything to do with you, even if you're helping someone stay alive. Right. <laughs> and I love that he thinks he's gonna like a hundred bucks is gonna fucking help them with chemo. That's a fucking Uber ride there and back. Right there, yeah. <laughs> Maybe enough for the snacks machine. Well, the oh. Day of just everything that would go to this person. What, what, what? And then that day. I would set up another day of just everything that would go to this person. What? He's going to teach English? Yeah, he's going to teach English. Uh, yeah, apparently. <clears throat> gonna, I'm going to set up a day where where everything's going to that per, uh, thing. Per, thing. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> I mean, the guy does not disappoint. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Big swig. Big one. Contrary to some... <laughs> so I did a little uh, math here. Uh, Go ahead. The uh, uh, a the average uh, daily pay for a substitute teacher in California is one hundred and forty two dollars a day. 
Okay. So he'll be making $284 for the uh, Thursday, Friday. Right. Uh, a six pack of cores in California is uh, $8.99, <laughs> say $9. So after uh, Friday's uh, end of day, he'll be able to buy 31 six packs of cores. <laughs> no wonder he took the gig. Yeah. Money well spent. Money well spent. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, are you available Thursday and Friday? Hold on. Let me do the math. (laughs) How many six packs? Yeah, I'm available. Yeah. Yeah. The other day, I I was literally, I saw he went live and I didn't get a chance. I was making my daughter something to eat. And then when I finished, I go, let me pop on, see what's going on. And I literally put it on and he's just like, uh, what does he say? He goes, uh, listen, he goes. I'm going to go there and I'm just going to do my thing and be me. And he goes, don't forget, I'm the guy who makes math fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This week, Anthony Anthony Cumia decided to respond to John. Anthony had a a thing like me where John kept poking and poking and poking and finally said, Anthony finally said, you know what? Time to little all family business. And uh, he went off. I mean, there there are certain things that we don't touch in his life just because, you know, as a dad, I'm not comfortable going after family. Uh, they have nothing to do with this. They never fucked with me. My focus is all on him. Anthony did not feel that way. And uh, <laughs> Anthony pretty much scorched earth. I mean, carpet bomb, John. Oof. And everybody associated with him. And it was brutal and very entertaining to watch, but brutal. So I guess this is his uh, response to Anthony the day before Anthony spoke, because Mm -hmm. after Anthony did his rant, John started yesterday's show, didn't mention what. And that's the thing with John. When you finally fucking stand up to this jerk off Mm -hmm. like, like I did. And I went after him and I'm like, let's go, motherfucker. For years, you wanted this. Let's do it. What does he do? He blocks and runs away. Never talks about me again. He's got to be taught the hard way. And and so, yeah, this is him talking about Anthony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it was Pocky and Kevin from WJP. Thank you for the two bucks. Uh, yeah, here's a guy, you know. I mean, I mean, he got fired apparently because he had he had a racist Twitter tirade and he got canned. That's what the news story said. Um, I love that he that he brings up stuff and and because he's he threatens to sue everyone over everything. So in his yeah. mind, he's thinking they're going to sue him. So <laughs> that's, that's what they say. I mean, that's, that's what it was on the news. I'll take my word for it. <laughs> How about you want to listen to why Anthony got fired? Listen to Anthony. He's talked yeah. about it a million times. Absolutely. He's not like you. He dresses whatever the fuck's going on. But I mean, and, and you know, and then this guy is so upset because I said that he he's a liar because he's saying that I'm pocketing charity money. He got so upset that he decides to trash my transgender child. I mean, this is this is this is the level. This is the level of despicable, but this is how low. He he thought he was going to get the word off, but he's halfway there. What was he going for? Is it despicability? Is that even a word? Like like despicableness? What was he trying to like 
re- he was making up a word on the fly, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. That's that's the level of spackle that is going on. <laughs> English teacher, the level <laughs> of this picture. This is how bad a guy he is, kids. <laughs> I just picture him in English class today going, uh, uh, uh. you know what? I don't know what that word is either. Let's go to the next page. <laughs> he's got despicability. Despicability. This is the level of despicable, but this is how low. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Despicability. Oh my God! I know this is. Okay, it's. I mean, you, you you should only feel sad. This is the level of how of how low you can be. But I've you know I've already reached out to Rain. Glad wind, <laughs> earth, wind, fire. No, <laughs> I have a call into snow and wind later tonight. <laughs> the next guest, the heat miser. <laughs> I texted hail. <laughs> I talked to a real ray of sunshine known as sunshine. Uh, oh, you can be. But I've, you know, I've already reached out to Rain. Glad. <laughs> so, so now right away, this guy reaches out to all the uh, LGBTQT yes. communities. To to to. Now, let me tell you something. I don't want to go into detail, but I learned something recently uh, from someone who is quite familiar with John, mm-hmm. and this person told me that. Uh, John once did a podcast. It was somebody else's podcast. And then after the podcast was over, a dater mm-hmm. called this person and begged them, begged them to take out the jokes about his daughter that he was making, mm. that he made. Right. And and even after the show, people talk to him and go, you sure you want to leave that? And he goes, oh, it's fine. It's fine. So I guarantee you, I bet I bet my beautiful home on it that no one has made more jokes about his kid than him. And if he was honest, because so now he's this freedom fighter. Now he's calling rain, glad, wind, everybody, uh, because, you know. He's he's a friend of the LGBTQT. He's sitting there on the air calling people faggots. You know, like I mean, right. this is just own something, dude. Own right. something, right? And beyond yeah. that, I mean, beyond beyond the uh, the the social uh, warrior thing that he's doing uh, is that you know if you're gonna do a feud, do a feud. Don't you know that's like that's like starting a feud, and then when the guy hits you, you, you run and tell your mom. That's right. That's right. Pussy shit. Yeah. I've already reached out to Rain, Glad, and Bullies Out because this, and Twitter support, because this kind of shit should not be allowed. You know. And here's the other issue is he's he's fucking with a guy in Kumia who doesn't need Twitter and really doesn't give a shit. Like, if, if you know how many times his account's been suspended and, right, right. and he's moved on to a new account? Right. You're and, not 
scaring him with this. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, John was repeatedly on the ANA show, which happened after all that racist stuff that that Anthony got fired for. 100 percent. 100 percent. Yeah. So if he was so upset about that, don't go on the the uh, Anthony show. Right. Well, apparently the only thing that upsets him has nothing to do with the racial or, or uh, homophobic uh, tirades. The only thing that upsets him is um, being called out on his shit jokes and mm-hmm. asking him who's funnier, Larry the Cable Guy or Jay Leno. Those, those are the two things that really pissed him off. Uh, homophobia, transphobia? Nah, nah, nah. Not in this day and age. Just because you got a little butt hurt. <laughs> because uh, I called you out for calling me a, you know, a, for stealing a good friend's cash that I collect. This guy's teaching English today, guys. <laughs> the eloquence, the level of Ellie's Clarence Darrow. <laughs> wow. Cash. <laughs> And then, and then, and then, and then uh, what? It, Richard it, Lewis. Yeah. Think of the level. Yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, still, uh, uh, good friend. Cash. <laughs> Holy just, shit. It really is like a guy lifting a car off of someone trying to talk like every other. <laughs> must help. Friend. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I rest my case and now drink a case. (laughs) I rest my case in my belly. Thank you. Stealing a good friend's cash that I collect (laughs) for her spouse who's going through expensive chemo. I mean, it's it's like the amount of dots you got to connect to understand what he's saying. And he's saying like like everybody does this. He says it like it's normal what he's doing. Listen, listen to yeah. this fucking connect the dots here. Listen to this. You know, homophobia, transphobia. Nah, nah, nah. Not in this day and age. Just because you got a little butt hurt. <laughs> now, now listen to this. Listen to what he explains. Because uh, I called you out for calling me a, you know, a, for stealing a good friend's. For calling me a, you know, for stealing. <laughs> We need a transcript of this. Can we can we do this sentence again? It, nothing he, actually gets to a real ending. Well, because here's what I think. <laughs> I think he's missing the word thief. <laughs> and it all go, and all the wheels right. fall after right. that point. <laughs> he can't think of the word thief and every and every part well, of the car falls. Stealing. <laughs> Good friends. <laughs> Cash. You're like, is his is his bike cut now? Cancer, chemo. He's doing the Chevy Chase bit. I, but about maybe maybe he's doing a verbal ad a Mad Libs where you have to fill in those blanks. Lumpy, wait, no, not lumpy. Uh, Harry, (laughs) because uh, I called you out for calling me a you know for stealing a good friend's cash that I collect for her spouse who's going through expensive chemo. And you had to be like, Kino. 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 Tonight at Tonight Show, Kino Reeves. Nicholas Gurr. Jam-packed show today. 
Well, her spouse is going through expensive chemo. <laughs> Right. Look at his mouth. He does not form an M. Your, your <laughs> lips have to touch each other to make an M. Oh, my God. You had the audacity to, to lie about me and call me out. And then because I I call you out for your lies, you get all butthurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. He forgot what he was talking about. He really did forget <laughs> what he was doing. He, he leaned into the crumb bit a little long and lost his thought. Holy drill. Thanks for the five bucks. Pocky should be the last person to criticize trans people. Yeah, I know. He's, he, he's got enough problems of his own, you know. I mean, allegedly. Here we go. Here we go. Watch him uh, rubbing his palm. See him scratching mm-hmm. his palm? Here we go. And allegedly. Yeah, I mean, he was arrested, right, for biting his... Young, way young, he could be. He's old enough to be her father, biting her hand, and then I don't know. I know he got arrested. I, you know, I'd already pleaded guilty. You know, I don't know. I mean, that's what I read. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm just gonna talk about it for ten minutes and, and right. throw out whatever I, <laughs> I know about it. But what do I know? Hey, well, listen, if you, I didn't see the Anthony thing, but apparently Anthony brought a lot of receipts with him and a lot of uh, uh, facts on paper, you know, that he was. You know, yeah, John, and, if he, you, and he talked about it like right. he, he told the exact thing that happened, what he was charged with, what he pled down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's not running from this. He's not right. he's not hiding from it. Right. But John is, is skirting around. He's, he's being a bit of a pussy going. This is what I hear. Just say it. If you read it, Just then you say, say it. it. Yes. Yeah. You want to fuck it. You don't like this guy. You think he's a piece of shit. So go after him. You see me tiptoeing around anything with this fucking guy. <laughs> if it's a wedge, it's a legend. But I mean, I mean, that's what I read. I don't know who would be biting some young girl's hand. It sounds a little sick to me. I mean, but, you know, I mean, that's him. I mean, I, you know, I've never been fired from a job for any of the horrible offenses he has that's not 100 well, percent true. well just for uh, incompetence he only got fired for incompetence. right yeah. right and i don't know if answering phones is considered a job john <laughs> that you can't lose but right. um i know there was some issue with when he worked for the stephanie miller show mm-hmm. uh I, you know i don't i don't know i mean yeah, it's alleged i don't know yeah you know uh, you call me out, I call you out. Steal <laughs> a fun sun rainbows. Thank you. Uh, uh, committed, but anyway, uh, I'll see you guys. Oh. <laughs> Strong ending, wow. John. Strong ending. Way to close wow. for it. Um, yeah, he's never disappoints this fucking guy. I think we got one more, boys. How long? I don't have that much time. I gotta get going soon. What do you got? I got. I got like five. Okay. Um, we'll have to hold the stand up. I got new stand up clips. Okay, yeah, that no, that we want to take our time. Okay, so this is the last one. This is John started uh, a Sunday show um, where he has on Stern buddies, uh, and they talk about Stern show days. Okay. He did two of these, and that's it so far. So. Is the theme song of that Springsteen's Glory Days? It should be. It should be. But uh, here's him explaining why there was no Sunday Stern show. Oh, on another note, of course, you know, all these dumbass trolls have their own have their own reasonings for why I didn't do a show on Sunday. But of course, it's all just horseshit. 
As by the way, his first guest on the first episode was Scott the engineer, mm. and then second guest was Mike Ganji while driving in his car. Ganji. <laughs> driving. <laughs> in a, in a want to let that out there most everything that they say about me including these <laughs> you know false allegations uh you know and he got so hurt i'm gonna beat up stutter and john Noah and benjamin and opie <laughs> See, now look this is all before anthony went on and anthony right, right. you went on and destroyed this motherfucker yeah he, the next show he didn't say a word he didn't say a <laughs> fucking <peep. laughs> Oh, oh, and Benjamin, Opie, you're hurting me. <laughs> oh, he leans into the crying bits, huh? Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, what, what, what other bits does he have? What else does he have? <laughs> oh, and Stuttering John is a liar. <laughs> and meanwhile, Stuttering John is 100% a liar. He lied for yeah. months about being a substitute teacher. And then when he finally got caught, he admitted it and painted it as people came to me and said, John, we need you. It's literally the the way he set it up, and he became a substitute teacher. <laughs> then he 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 was accused of being an Uber driver. Denied that. Lied about it for months. Just the other day, uh, just a couple weeks ago or a month ago, he left his uh, screen up and his email shit was up. And and one of these people from Dabblers, amazing. Don't ever fucking commit a crime, and <laughs> these Dabblers will figure it out in two seconds. They find an email from uber for a class action lawsuit that uber drivers won and uh, john got like three dollars out of the class <laughs> action. they found it and they found it and yeah so wow it's amazing look Ooh. at that i'm so <laughs> sad <laughs> His lawyer calls him up, John, John, you got to put that on your reel. (laughs) (laughs) That and I got a guy with a mullet that's going to pretend to be Lewis and you were going to reenact him calling you brilliant for the reel. Yeah. Look, I think I got you a a partner Viagra commercial. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be big. (laughs) Boy. Anyway, um, I, I, I couldn't do the show. I had a showing on my house at that time. So I had to clean and then get out of uh, and then get out of my place. He's got like a, a 1500 square foot apartment condo. This guy talks about cleaning that fucking place every day. <laughs> and and a couple weeks ago, he had the real estate agent come and show his place. And he went down into his car and did his show from his car. So my point in this is that just be honest, as usual, you're never honest. Say you couldn't book anybody, no guest was available, and you'll do another show next week. That's right. it. Looks like nope. he used his looks like he used his t-shirt to clean his apartment. <laughs> so I couldn't stream. That's the real that's the real reason. So just to get the schedule, it's gonna be tomorrow, Wednesday, then Saturday, both at noon. Then Saturday, there's gonna be another beer on the balcony with Rich Tallarico or Elon Gold. And then on Sunday will be my special uh, Stuttering John's uh, Sunday Stern special, whatever it's called. All right, that's good. I like that he doesn't know the name of his own fucking show. He's, he's like Levy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Levy's with his hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stuttering John's um, Sunday <clears throat> Stern special, whatever it's called. 
All right, everybody, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, it's Stutter and John saying, Brutal. Brutal. Ganji from the car. It reminds me of when Lisa Lampanelli said in the Artie Roast, you know you're doing well when Dice Clay sends in a tape. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're a giant in the industry when Mike Ganji spends time on the freeway and gets on your show for you. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the, what was the one? Remember, we watched a clip with Doug Goodstein was on his show. Oh, yeah. Doug yeah. was literally walking, walking through Manhattan with his kid. Just holding his phone. Just holding his phone. He's like, and it's just cars and traffic yeah. and people stopping him and saying hi. And, and John's just sitting there going, you remember when I did this? <laughs> Anywho, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for another edition uh, of the Uncle Rico show. Thank you to Dabblers Anonymous. Thank you to uh, my friends here for jumping on. Marky Burns, uh, people check you out. Where can they follow you? Um, you can follow me on, on Facebook. You can follow me on, on Twitter. None of a huge Twitter presence. but uh, And, of course, I'm with the Miserable Men Show a couple times a week. I'm having a great time. Yeah, you can really find us. Yes. Miserable Men Show on Patreon. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I just wanted to say, surely I've watched the whole show with you today. You were brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Listen, and you know, because you said I did the thing with, and what? Yeah. So there. Yeah. Uh, Mike Morse says on Twitter uh, and on uh, on Instagram, Insta Mike Morse uh, and the miserable men with these fucking guys. And thank you to the uh, purse. I forget their name, but somebody suggested uh, Mike record an outro song for the show. And Mike did just that. So debuting the gentlemen, the Uncle Rico outro song. And we'll see you guys again soon. Uh, sign up to the Shuli Show Patreon to check out all the Uncle Rico episodes. And uh, they'll be up a few days after they go up on Patreon, unedited, uh, commercial free. They go up on YouTube. So uh, the Shuli Show on YouTube. Uh, as well subscribe and like and goodbye please tell me it's love my bitches but where's my knicker what's that <laughs> someone please tell me this song is love my bitches but where's my knicker that's next week mike let's get that ready for okay. now right, here we go that's all for the uncle rico show that's all for the uncle rico show Grab one more beer and shout out Skull Good. Goodbye. Uh.